fitness is your ability to cope with and recover from stress. And stress is an inevitable factor in your life and in the lives of the people in your organization. A fit, healthy team is an energized, effective team, but it is not enough to just tell your people what to do, you need to show them. If you want your people to have a better quality of life and a more rewarding career, then it is vital that you lead from the front. Your choices, your behaviors are in the spotlight. My name's Jay Unwin, it's time to get fit to lead. One of the most misunderstood words that I come across is stress. And this has become even more evident this week with some of the posts I've put out and some of the discussions that I have had with people off the back of these and indeed some of the conversations I've had away from social media as well. And this is because I guess that the word stress is used in a certain way in everyday life and that has come to be the meaning that we that we automatically see. Uh, you know, you hear people say, I feel stressed, this is stressing me out, I've been signed off work with stress. It's the the terminology that I've used in the past as well. But stress in a medical and biological sense, is that term has only been used since the 1930s, the mid-1930s, when it was coined by a guy called Hans Selye, I think I'm pronouncing that right, um, who was an endocrinologist, so someone who is an expert in the endocrine system in the human body, which is, uh, you know, your hormones and stuff like that. So he, he coined this term to mean the following, the non-specific response of the body to any demand for change. Stress is the non-specific response of the body to any demand for change. He also wrote a book, uh, it's often considered the book on stress, it's called The Stress of Life. It can be pretty heavy going, very sciencey, but it's very, very, very good book, so it's worth checking that out, The Stress of Life. Um, and and he's kind of he's he's taken a word that prior to this was used mainly in physics which was you know a, a definition of pressure or tension exerted on an object of some kind and and that kind of stress in in physics he took that and he's uh, he's he's used it in a medical setting in a biological setting and so stress could be the external pressure in in terms of physics or it can be a non-specific response in our bodies in the biological and medical sense, both of which are not inherently bad things. That's what I really want to get across. Stress is not inherently bad. In the way that we use the word in kind of layperson's language, if you like, if the, the way that we use it in everyday life, the way it's used in the media, the way it's used in conversations, suggests that it is inherently bad. It suggests that it's a negative. It suggests that it's something that we do not want. But if we use uh, Hans Selye's uh, definition of the non-specific response of the body to any demand for change, we are constantly being put under this external pressure or this external stress, this demand for change, this tension. And when you hear about people saying stress-free or trying to get rid of stress or avoiding stress, that is it's a losing battle because it's outside your control. Is an external thing. This pressure, this tension, this physical sense of stress 
this pressure or tension exerted on a on an object of some kind you're the object you're having pressure or tension exerted on you by external influences which you don't have control over now it's very important to understand that the way we approach things the way we think about things our perspective on things has a huge amount of power but it doesn't have absolute power Go, this is probably going against what you've heard from some coaches, um, people in the personal development world. Um, I think that the NLP world sometimes has uh, a, a little bit of a uh, an overall taste of this. Uh, the idea that nothing is real unless we decide it's real kind of thing. And it's not really true, is it? Because stuff is going on that is outside our control. Stuff is going on that we, that we don't have uh, a say in. There is a huge amount of chance, a huge amount of chaos. We are also at the mercy of other people's decisions which will uh, affect us and they will put pressure on us. They will put tension and external stress on us. Now, if we are constantly under this pressure of some kind or constantly at the risk of facing this pressure, then the internal response, the non-specific response of the body to this demand for change, that is stress. Why is that a bad thing? The response in the body. It could be a bad thing if we're constantly under pressure and the body ends up overwhelmed and can't cope because it's constantly trying to uh, adapt and it doesn't really have any time to recover. Of course, that's going to become an issue. I'm not saying that stress is always good. I'm not swinging the pendulum the other way. I'm merely saying that stress can be good and it can be bad. There is a, a, a huge amount of subtlety and nuance within this discussion, it is not black and white. It is not um, cut and dried, binary, uh, polarised, like everything seems to have to be these days. You're either one or the other, you're this or that. That's not the way it is. That's not how reality works. It's how political um, fear-mongering and uh, control of the way people think and act works by polarizing people into two camps in reality life is not that way so what what does this actually mean well what does it really mean it means that how when we're trying to avoid stress we're avoiding things which allow us to adapt and allow us to change and allow us to grow and allow us to develop. So rather than avoiding stress entirely, what we need to do is manage the stress, manage the stress that we are facing, find ways to um, allow the pressure to uh, dissipate and have these kind of pressure releases, like a valve in the top of a pressure cooker. Um, if, you, if you don't let some of that pressure out, something bad's going to happen but we can find ways to let that pressure out we can find ways to to allow ourselves this recovery time and the other thing that we can do which is more of a kind of preventative or uh, a precursor um rather than something remedial is to build our capacity to cope with and recover from stress because if it is inevitable that we're going to face it and not only is it inevitable but it's necessary and it's a good thing and it can allow us to move forward and grow and develop and become um all kinds of things that we aren't at the moment if we're going to face this stress then it makes sense for us to build our capacity to cope with it and recover from it and that is what fitness is it is our capacity to cope with and recover from stress our physical fitness is our ability to cope with and recover from physical stress such as lifting a heavy weight or running a marathon or getting up and down the stairs or getting up out of an armchair 
it really does vary from person to person but your, your your physical fitness is your ability to cope with those stresses that you face in your everyday life and overcome them and then recover from them afterwards and so your mental fitness is your ability to cope with and recover from mental stress it's your ability to cope with the stress that you face within your relationships within your work and so on and so forth and if you tell me that you don't face any stress in your relationship you don't face any stress in your work you don't face any stress uh, as a parent then i'm sorry but you're talking absolute bollocks it is just you're, you're either you're either willfully lying or you are sticking your head in the sand you are you are not aware of what is going on around you and you're pretending uh, that that life is something it's not, um, and I think this this comes from probably misunderstanding uh, a misunderstanding what stress is. So, you know, with all due respect, I'm not saying that you're. Um, I'm, I, I realize I was quite blunt with that, but I sometimes I think you need a wake up call if that's the case. If you think you have no stress, I think that you need to really reassess what stress is and reassess what's going on in your life. But you do have stress. And you will have stress f until the day you drop dead. It is an inevitability. And so if you work on your fitness, and there are things that we can do to develop this capacity, to develop our resilience, to develop our fitness, and to be able to cope with these stresses and, uh, and recover from them afterwards. So I guess what I'm saying, not only is stress inevitable, it is something we need. It is inevitable and it is something we need. And the things that we can do are find ways to manage that stress and find ways to build our capacity to cope with it and recover afterwards. Um, hopefully this has cleared up what stress actually is. Hopefully this has given you some food for thought. Um, hopefully maybe you're feeling a little bit um, you, you got your hackles up maybe. Maybe I've touched a nerve and that's a good thing because I'm challenging you to think a bit differently. Um, what are your thoughts? Come find me on LinkedIn. Join in with the conversation. You'll see the posts that I've put up about this over the past few days. Um, if you're listening to this far off in the future, then I'm sure I am still posting about it. So come over, have a little chat about what stress is. Um, feel free to completely disagree with me. Uh, I'm not saying that I have all the answers at all. I, I love being challenged because it allows me to learn. And that is exactly what stress is. Thank you for listening to Fit to Lead with me, Jay Unwin. If you're not already connected with me on LinkedIn, come and find me using the link in the podcast description and say hello. If you want me to help you improve the fitness and well-being of your team and of yourself, let's set up a call. Until next time, stay fit, stay well, and keep leading from the front.